Mike, do you remember when we spoke about the Principality of Sealand on an early episode? I mean, are you kidding? Who could forget Sealand? I think it just came up on another podcast just a couple of days ago. It did. And today we have a similar story to cover. This time we're headed to the Republic of Rose Island. Oh, how fancy. Well, let me get my most floral bag and I'll be ready. That indicates you have more than one floral bag and there are variations of florality. Most floral. The Republic of Rose Island was a short-lived micronation in the Adriatic Sea, some seven miles off the coast of Italy. For the uninitiated, a micronation is a political entity whose members claim that they are an independent state, but they lack the legal recognition that, you know, real nations have. Indeed. The Principality of Sealand is probably the most well-known example, uh, but the Republic of Rose Island shares some similarities with it. They were both housed on man-made platforms, so the Republic of Rose Island, similar to the Principality of Sealand. But in the case of Republic of Rose Island, it was built by an Italian engineer named Giorgio Rosa. The platform was built in less than a year. It was 4,300 square feet and was supported by nine pylons. Once completed, it was home to a restaurant, bar, nightclub, post office, and of course a gift shop. Critically, it was built 500 meters outside of Italian national waters. That is a very eclectic mix of things to put on one place. The post office? You just want to go out there, you want to party, you want to mail your mom a postcard, and you want to buy a teddy bear. Once the platform was complete, Rosa made himself president of the Micronation. Naturally. Obviously. I mean, can you imagine building one and being like, someone else is going to do it? (laughs) Uh, Rosa declared independence from Italy on May 1st, 1968. Rosa Island had its own government, currency, stamps, and declared that Esperanto would be its official language. The idea was to create a utopia at sea celebrating freedom. Several stamps were issued during the Micronation's short life. We're going to talk about just how short in a second. One showed the location of the platform, like a little map. And others, as you would expect, used artwork of roses. Very inventive. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, things like currency and stamps, you can have as much as you want, but it doesn't really matter if no other country believes that you are, in fact, a country. But more on that in a moment. This episode of Ungenius is brought to you by Squarespace. Say that you are forming your own micronation and you want a website with a photo gallery, a blog, a store so people can buy stamps and coins and merch. Well, Squarespace is the place to go because they have everything you need all in one place. You can sell physical and digital products with Squarespace. They have all the tools you need. They also have all the tools you need to start an email campaign. So you can encourage visitors to your website to sign up as email subscribers, and they will get all your Micronation news in their inboxes. You can customize the look of the emails and use Squarespace's built-in analytics to measure how each email sent is doing. Those analytics are also present on the website, so you can learn where your site visitors and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Then you can improve your website and build a marketing strategy for your Micronation based on top keywords or the most popular products in your store. I love building on top of Squarespace. If I were to start my own Micronation out here in the pod cabin, I would totally do it on Squarespace because all the tools I need to make something that looks great and works really well is all in one place. So what you're saying is who needs to build a platform with some pylons when you can just start a website instead? That's true. That's true. Mm. Okay. Good point. Check out squarespace.com slash ungenius for a free trial 
And when you're ready to launch, use the code UNGENIUSED to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain name. That's squarespace.com slash UNGENIUSED and the code UNGENIUSED when you decide to sign up to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for the show. Our thanks to Squarespace for their support of UNGENIUSED and all of FM. So Rosa's actions were not looked favorably upon by the Italian government, as you can probably imagine. I expect no government is super cool with this. It's no. like just a thing, right? Because then everyone's going to start creating their own independent nation. It's a slippery slope, Mike. Yeah, like I I declare my home as an independent nation, and that's it. I have my own currency now, Mitecoin. Mm. It's on the blockchain, of course. No, oh, no. That's what it would be now too, right? You know that, right? Like any of these, like it would be it would be like an actual blockchain coin and. They're trying to get people to buy in on it. It's actually not a bad idea. Let's look into that. The Italian government claimed that the whole operation was a way to make money from tourists without paying taxes on the income. I mean, of course, there was a gift shop. Yeah, and you're 500 meters (laughs) outside of the reach of the Italian Mm -hmm. government. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, rumors have begun to swirl about some of the shady things that may have been going on out on the platform, including betting, prostitution, pirate radio, and even spying. There's a real mixture of stuff going on there, right? That's a roller coaster. There was even one report that the Soviet Union was actually using the platform to service submarines. Whoa. Oh, was the Loch Ness Monster there too? Well, uh, just on the weekends. Just a sprinkling of everything. Mm-hmm. To handle this, the government sent four special police to the platform in June of 1968. They took the platform over just two months after it officially opened. Oh, no. Isles <laughs> <laughs> now, thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. You took a year to build it, and you were open for uh, eight weeks. They got a lot done in eight weeks. If all of these things were true, my word. That's true. That's a busy. It's a busy season, you know. In February of 1969, so a few months after it was taken over, Italian Navy divers were brought in to demolish the platform, setting up explosives. This act would later be portrayed on a postage stamp issued by Rosa's self-proclaimed government in exile. I love this part. Just owning it, you know. He's just a dude in an apartment at this point, right? Like, he loves. He just loves the stamp too. Rosa loves the stamp. Big stamp energy. Unfortunately, this blast is reportedly have been said to have killed Rosa's dog, but that has not been confirmed. Not sure why the dog would have been left on the platform. But do you think a guy like Rosa A would leave a dog behind? But he also seems like the kind of person who would make this story up. Like, oh, they killed my dog. I will say yes, but I will say I when he was taken away, I don't think he would have been given the opportunity to take any personal belongings. Maybe I expect they bundled him into a helicopter and took him off the island or something like Maybe. that. Well, the Soviets should have just taken him with a submarine. They should have. They should have. What was left of this facility sank at the end of the month when a storm struck the site, ending the dream of the Republic of Rose Island. We've got a bunch of links in the show notes to read more about Rose Island. And in fact, there's a documentary on Netflix about it as well. Oh, I haven't gotten to see it yet, but it's on my list. And our thanks to Martin for sending this topic in. Now, Mike, it is the month of September. What makes September so special around here? It's Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, and throughout the entire month of September, everybody here at Relay FM bands together to raise money for the kids of St. Jude. We are trying to support the mission that St. Jude has, which is that no child should die from cancer. Worldwide, an estimated 400,000 children are diagnosed with cancer each year. And even more tragically, in many low- and middle-income countries, four out of five will not survive, largely due to the lack of access to quality care. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and all of us at Relay FM want 
to change that. The generosity of donors everywhere supports cutting-edge research that saves lives and ensures that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. I am a recipient of this generosity. Our oldest child was diagnosed with cancer. He's doing awesome today. He's getting ready to turn 15, and that is all possible because of the support that people give St. Jude to pay for these things. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital won't stop until no child dies from cancer, no matter where they live, but they can't do it without your help. So there's a link in the show notes to stjude.org slash relay. There you can donate to our campaign. You can start your own fundraiser. There's a bunch of different ways to give, like employee matching and donor-advised funds. Everything is there. You want to go to stjude.org slash relay. Now it's like weird to go back to talking about Rose Island, but here we are. If you enjoyed the episode about Rose Island, go give money to the kids of St. Jude, stjude.org slash relay. There you go. If you do want to read more about the Republic of Rose Island, there's some links over on the web at relay.fm slash ungenius slash 194. They're also in your podcast app of choice. There's also a link there to submit feedback. That's how you can be like Martin and send in a weird topic on Wikipedia, and it will go on the list for a future episode. Mike, until next time we find ourselves at sea, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all.